The guy who was kicked out of our dojo? What'd he do? I see. So you have not heard, I take it. Garo is now known as a criminal. He has been added to the association's wanted list as a violent monster. Bang himself has volunteered to take him down. A monster? Garo? Apparently there was an incident at HQ. The association has been keeping it under wraps. But should a violent battle ensue, it could quickly spin out of control. Perhaps that is the reason why Bang pushed you away. I had no idea. So Master Bang considers me a burden? But that is simply my hypothesis. Your thoughts, Master? I don't know, man. I mean, it's not like I know the old dude all that well or anything. Silverfang. Now that's a cool hero name. How'd I get stuck with Caped Baldy? There's still one thing bothering me, though. <gasps> who are you? Charanko, a pissant who is Bang's current top disciple master. You two have met. Huh? For real? Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. He'll be as cocky as he wants. He's Bill. Oh, sorry, let me put that away. (laughs) I mean, mean, your nutcage is over there. And uh, who's this guy butting into our conversation? It's Aaron? But. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. And don't call me mister, I'm not that old. Nor am I at work. My name is Andy. So you can call Mr. all the time, I bet. All the time. Sometimes not. You'd be surprised. Sometimes they just throw my last name out there. I mean, I do that. A, a lot, yeah. A lot of people do. Most people do, in all honesty. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like he definitely likes the Mr., though. It's kind of fun. It, well, it's because it rhymes more than anything. I enjoy I enjoy the rhyme. So do my students. But anywho, we're not Are here. Are you at work? Yeah. The, oh, God. Yes. So, enough about my last name. Uh, we are here. It's Tuning Japanese. And this is the podcast where we talk about anime. Hi, guys. How are we doing? It's Friday night. It is Friday night. <sighs> Work is over. Work is super over. And it's time to talk about Juan Punch Man. Uh, we're talking today about episode 15 or episode 3 or I don't know how to number these anymore, Bill. Yeah, it works either way. Okay. Well, season 2, episode 3 of One Punch Man, which is titled... Uh, the Hunt Begins. That's it. Thank you. Do you have the Japanese title, too? I don't. Oh. It's Kari no Hajimari. There you go. Which means The Hunt Begins, we assume. Uh, I assume. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, <laughs> and before we get to our regular introductory segment of talking about that episode and doing some nerd news, the fans are probably wondering who the heck Aaron is. Hi, Aaron. Hello. Welcome to the show. Aaron is... My significant other, and I want to uh, start by just saying, what is your history with anime? Almost nothing. <laughs> okay, define almost nothing. Uh, almost nothing. <laughs> okay, so what? Okay, so growing up, because you're you know about a year younger than us, uh, so 
when you were going through middle school, high school, like, did you know people that watched anime? Um, did you ever watch anime on things like Toonami at all? What, what, what was your kind of thought growing up with regards to anime? Uh, I think, I, I mean, I knew people that watched certain things, especially like the Dragon Ball Z. Like, I had friends that were like, oh, they had to go home mm-hmm. to watch that. And I didn't really yes. watch it myself, so it was like a... Yeah, okay, like, we're going to swing in here, you're going to watch this because it's on at this time, and I have never seen it before, or, like, haven't seen it in forever, and I have no idea what's going on other than, like, weird people with crazy hair or chasing balls around. So kind of like what we did to you tonight. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> Not the chasing Except balls part. Y- yeah. 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 <laughs> Later. Yeah, we'll see. Except uh, you guys actually had some kind of weird expectation of me talking about it after where... They were just like, yay, it's over, bye. <laughs> yeah, so. so we brought you into the studio to talk about an episode, and uh, this was the first episode of the of One Punch Man that you've ever seen. Yes. We'll, we'll talk about what you think of that in just a bit. Uh, so I like Caillou. Yeah, Caillou's great. <laughs> Caillou, I'm glad someone's on Team Caillou. Yeah. Hashtag Team Caillou. Caillou's a terrible character. That's so mean to Saitama. <laughs> but um, it's so true. But you have no. to like Caillou's avatar outfit. It is really I mean, good. Visually, certainly, but he doesn't whine. <laughs> That's no. fair. That's fair. Like I, I want a dig in the mud. Mother. <laughs> and as what... a parent, you just learned that Caillou is fucking hell. I've never seen Caillou, but I've seen lots of One Punch Man. There's a Caillou shelf in Toys R Us, and I wanted to like the lighter out and just burn that little motherfucker. Maybe that's why Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. Bill, did you burn Toys R Us? <laughs> I met Caillou with them yeah, out of business. Caillou put them on. But that could work, too. <clears throat> all the uh, all the various, like, deals I got on toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you don't get a collection like mine paying full price for everything. Yeah, you just walk in there, like, threaten to burn the Caillou shelf. Right. And, like, they give you and they're like, here, take toys. all the Transformers! <laughs> if I threaten to burn a Caillou shelf, they'd probably let me. They'd, like, <laughs> do you want to do it here in the store? Do you want to help? We can help you take the stuff yeah. in the back. We dance in a big ring around it. No, you like you just kind of pulled out your lighter and somebody just ran up and don't burn one touch man and they blew it out. <laughs> so I think one touch man's different. <laughs> he did say one touch man, didn't he? That's great. Different uh, anime. Totally different. That's one of Josh's animes. Yeah. Let's talk some nerd news, shall we? Sure, okay. Alright. Uh does anyone have any nerd news this week? And now that I say that, I don't think I do. Uh oh I do ish. Maybe. I feel like anything you're going to say is going to be nerd news. That That's, that's pretty accurate. What is it? Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nintendo. Uh, kind of, actually. <laughs> but um, they there is big news in the video game world right now. Uh, the GDC, or the Game De- uh, Developers Conference, which was going to be coming up pretty soon, is actually has been canceled um, and postponed until the summer. It's usually a early spring event where a whole bunch of video game insiders go and they, you know, will talk to each other and, and, and figure out what they're going to do for like upcoming projects, maybe meet with like some of the big companies like Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo to figure out like, you know, broker deals and show off things to like small groups of people of what they're working on. But because of the coronavirus, I was going to ask coronavirus. Yeah. Because of the coronavirus and, uh, the fear of it and a bunch of companies over the last like week or two weeks been, have been pulling out of GDC. Um, <laughs> it's always best to pull out. Never don't I mean, maybe not the best method of contraception, but you get the idea. Um, <laughs> 
First time he's ever promoted <laughs> So First time he's ever worried about contraception. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fair. Um, <laughs> so, I think today, uh, Friday, when we recorded this, uh, Friday the 28th of February, they just decided, they put out a press release that said, we're just going to wait it out until the summer and pick a date sometime in the summer and we're going to hold the conference then. Pretty big deal. Uh, the same thing kind of happened with PAX East is going on right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that were planning on going to PAX East have pulled out. Now, there's still a lot of people that still went. I know Nintendo, for example, uh, is there at PAX East showing off Animal Crossing New Horizons. But, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of companies and a lot of businesses are just not willing to take the risk right now with coronavirus. And I find it interesting because, I mean, it's... It's, it's a big deal, but, like, it's it's not at the same time. I mean, we've all kind of lived through... Bird flu. Just SARS. Saw everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, avian flu, uh, West Nile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess it is, but you're that unlucky person dying from it, I guess. Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah. I but, mean, absolutely. Well, even Ebola, I mean, I know it's terrible, but I guess we're getting immune to the, the fear of a virus, because... Oh yeah, just, like, some, school, just like school shootings, right? There's some new scare every, yeah, few years, and you know when you look at it in, in comparison to other things like the flu that's killing, you know, more individuals. Yeah, just straight up normal influenza. Yeah, get your flu shot. Yeah, and most people won't. Right. I think I saw a statistic today, like 32 million people are sick have been sick this season with the flu, and the tens of thousands have died so far. Yep. So, yeah. So because of that, because of good old CV, the uh, the coronavirus, they, uh, they're they canceling their events. So that's also been the speculation why there hasn't been a new Nintendo Direct. They're worried that, like, maybe some of the shipments and, and, and work that they would do through places like China and even obviously in Japan are being potentially having to get pushed around a bit, those, do, those, those release dates. So. so like on The Simpsons. Yes, yes. Now, I saw that. On Facebook, I think, today, and uh, someone was freaking out, and I'm just like, coronavirus is a regular thing. Like, like it exists. It's just a specific strain of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, there's... But uh, people are like, oh my god, the Simpsons predicted the future again! Yeah, no shit. Yeah, it's just like, uh, you brought up Facebook, and it made me think of, like, you keep seeing all these videos, people are like, let me show you this craziest thing I found. They're like, look at the back of your Lysol! Like, and everyone's <laughs> like, look what I just found out! Like... How is this on here? It's a new thing. We knew about, like, coronavirus. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It, like, it exists. Yeah. It's, it is a it's thing. It has been a thing. A, yeah. It it's, is all in the Lysol bottle. They didn't just go around yeah. and, like, relabel all the Lysol. Oh, like, conspiracy theory. I actually listened to a podcast called Conspiracy Theories. Yeah. You would. I, I would. Totally would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is Bill's life. Is it good? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. They've done uh, uh, Princess Diana's death. Oh. Uh, they did, um, Chandra Levy, sure. they did an episode on, um, Kim Trails. Yeah. And they're, they're not like wackos. Like every episode is like, what probably happened mm-hmm. is the official story. Yeah. But X, Y, thing, Y, Z thing was kind of weird. Yeah. Like I give this part like two out of 10 of likelihood or like four out of 10 likelihood of existence. Well, at least they're not like, just like. Everything is nuts. And no, no, they're, and they're pretty balanced about it. Yeah. But. Well, that's good, because I don't like conspiracy theories. You've lost me already. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a conspiracy theory person. You know what I mean? I love a good out there. Yeah. Like, the less believable, the more I'm in. Yeah, that's true. 
I, I, I like that stuff. I don't <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my nerd news this week. That's the only thing I've really got going for me. Do either of you have anything for nerd news this week? There's a trailer that's dropped for Jordan Peele's remake of Candyman. Oh, I did not realize there was going to be a remake of Candyman. Yes. Huh. Now, Jordan Peele of, of Us. Key and Peele. Yeah, Key and Peele, Us. And um, Us. Uh, uh, what's the other one that's really good that I haven't seen that I hear it's really, really yeah, good? Yeah, shit. Yeah. Get Out. Uh, get Out. Yeah, Get Out. Yeah. Uh, all of those films, uh, kind of of that fame. So, how, you, I assume you watched the trailer? Mm-hmm. Okay, thoughts? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I love Candyman anyway. Is that legitimately scary. Which one? Okay. I don't know if I've ever seen Candyman. Is that the one with the mirror? You yeah. say the name? You say Candyman, find the mirror five times. and Like essentially it's Bloody Mary? Essentially it's Bloody Mary, but it's Tony Todd and he has a hook for a hand and a fur coat oh. full of bees. <laughs> yeah, no, he does, legit. Okay. I don't know if it's the same version, but the only thing I remember from watching that was like the public restroom park scene where he cut the little boy's dick off after his brother or somebody like got him to say it like in the playground park. And I was so, I remember seeing that as uh-huh. like, at, like my uncle's house or something as a kid. And cause like the police are in there and it's like supposed to be floating on the toilet. And I was like, I'm out of this movie. And I never went back in the room. <laughs> that might've been one of the sequels. I don't uh, remember that in the original one. I just remember that like, they did it in the mirror, like in the, the bathroom at like the playground. Uh-huh. And then, like, the brother or somebody left the room or something. Yeah. And that's when it popped up and, like, got the little boy. And I was like, yep, I'm done. This is going to shock you, but I've watched a lot of horror movies, so it's really hard for me to remember which one's which sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. Huh. Yeah, that's all I remember. Okay. So how is is this trailer in comparison to the original Candyman? Well, shall we do what we usually do? Just pause and watch it? I suppose we will. All right, this is where we're going to pause. And unpause. We're back again. So we just watched a trailer for Candyman. Yes. What happened? I was frozen. <laughs> That's a good feature. <laughs> that is a really interesting feature. Uh, no, it was interesting, actually. I'm I'm excited. Like, usually I rail against why remake something that was perfect to start with. Do you think that Candyman was perfect to start oh, with? Oh, yeah. Candyman was great. He's got this look like, how dare you, Joe? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it, yeah. I don't know. I just... Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Jordan Peele is going to bring something new to it, though. Mm-hmm. It looks more artistic. Yes. I guess is maybe the way to put it. it yeah, it, yeah. Deeper, more artistic, less of just a slasher movie that happened to be really good. Mm-hmm. Like, Candyman's a good movie, not just a good slasher movie. Right. But I think we're going to see it really elevated. It did appear, just by the preview alone, that it was pretty... A lot of thought, a lot of, like, from the visual standpoint especially, it looks really interesting. And not to get too much soapbox SJW, but, like, the original Candyman was about a white woman going into the projects to mm-hmm. look about a a black myth. And this one, the main character appears to be a black man interacting with that myth and art. Right. So, you know, I think maybe the the theme will be a little more yeah. there. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, so yeah, that's that's actually really interesting. So that comes out in June. Yes, that's not far at all. It's not. And that's I'm the first excited. time I've even heard about them doing a remake for this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a quick turnaround. Aaron, anything to bring to the table here for nerd news this week? Uh, see, Tom Holland is apparently going to be the new Marty McFly. What? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm that was s- pretty much every reaction I've seen so far. Huh. But or he's in talks. He he confirmed he was in talks. Okay. That's how, yeah, let me rephrase. So like, they're so thinking about redoing Back to the Future. Yeah. Again, why remake the perfect things? Yeah, that's a tough one. Like, 
Again, I've never seen Candyman, so I can't, I can't personally speak to that statement for that movie. But Back to the Future is as much as I love Candyman, it's like it, it is a slasher movie. Like yeah. I said, I think this you you can really change the narrative, change the artistic direction, yeah. elevate it. Like, what are you going to do to Back to the Future to make it different or better? Who's going to play the Doc? They're going to go back to the future and make it better. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, no. That's 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 a really weird. I think if Back to the Future had not existed and this was like the first time they're making it and then like they put Tom Holland in that role for that film, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Right. Like, I'm totally fine with that. I think that'd be an, a good fit. But no, I don't. That's a weird one to remake. And see, I kind of felt that way about Ghostbusters too. Like, I liked all the women in that cast. Yeah. Obviously, like we said, I didn't have a problem with the movie because it was made of women. It was just like, it was already a perfect movie. Why? Mm-hmm. If they would have made it a sequel, I would have been. Oh yeah, like a follow up to what? The... Yeah, way way better if it would have been yeah a sequel. But yeah. just trying to do a hard reboot on it, I don't know. Yeah. Like why? I don't know. I mean, I would give it a shot. Money. I suppose not. I mean, like well, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> not that they're not doing another Ghostbusters reboot. Are they doing another one? Another yeah. One? Like like reboot or continuation? No, they're, no, they're re rebooting it with a male cast now. I think so. I don't. We don't know much about it. Okay, I find that to be interesting, but. Mix yeah, it up. I guess. Oh, yeah, get a mixed cast. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll see if it ever comes to fruition or not. But, I mean, I'd give it a shot, but I don't, like, I don't really know if it's necessary. Yeah, I mean, like I said, just Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Like, don't touch stuff like that, because yeah. you're not going to make it any better. No. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like, remake Fright Night. That made total sense. That first <laughs> one wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. Not that the new one was great, not that it was huge, but it it was fun. Took a premise and... Yeah, take a premise that should have worked and didn't. And find a way to make it work. Yeah. They want money. You're right, they want money. Yeah, and then the name recognition will get them more money than improving art will. Well, here's the question. You say they can't do any better, but will you go watch the new one anyway? I'll probably see it on DVD. I, probably, I won't go to the theater to see it. But you'll still watch it. Yeah, I probably will wind up seeing it at some point. That's why. Yeah. Because people will watch it. They get you. Yeah. That's that's how they get you. All right. I think it's time for us to move into our review, officially, of Episode 3, Season 2 of One Punch Man. Hey, it's Bill's week. It's my week. Bill's night. All right. So, Bill, you uh, have the notes for today. Should have been a Josh episode, but you know. Yeah, there'll be no more Josh episodes. (laughs) Maybe eventually there'll be a Josh episode. He's giving fans. He's giving me the look right now. Uh, there will be Josh episodes at some point. I'm sure. Maybe, possibly. Anywho, but for this week, it's not. Hey, Bill. Hi. Hi. Take us through episode three of season two of One Punch Man. Why don't you? Uh, we start on cold open on a mountaintop. Ooh. Uh, Silver Fang slash Master Bang, Bong. I think they say. Is they it pronounce bang or... it. They pronounce it Bong. Yeah. But it's spelt Bang. Yeah. He's expelling, uh, Chirenko. Chirenko? Chironko? His student. Sharona. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yes. Because apparently Silver Fang (laughs) kicked his ass and then told him, if you can't get up after you've been training with me for six months after that beating, you don't have any talent at all. Get Mm -hmm. out. Now, we'll find out later, and I think it's pretty apparent, I mean, even at this point before they mention it later, that... It's probably not just him being an asshole. 
Like, we know we, what's out there from the last episode. Yeah, we do find this out later. Yeah. And I, is this... Okay, I know because we've talked about it, but is this the episode, like, a little later this episode, the first time we find out about Garu's connection to Bang? I think so. I like mean, officially? They, they call him Garu first season. They say, like, I expelled my student Garu. Right. So, I mean, it was... It was, it was it was it was Set. kind of there in plain sight. Yeah, floated out there. Um, I think maybe they really kind of spelled out this episode a little yeah. better. Okay. So then we cut to Cherenko. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in Saitama's apartment talking to Genos. <laughs> this is such a great scene <laughs> because, like, they cut to him talking, and they cut to Genos, and they cut to Saitama, and then they cut to Fubuki. Fubuki, and I'm like, wait a minute. Does she just, like, hang out there now all the time? Or is this the same day? And there's King, and I'm like, what is going on right now? I think it's the same day, because King and Fubuki were already there at the end of the last episode. Either that, or they're all friends now. She was clearly just there for that cookie. She did seem to really enjoy the cookie. She did. Yeah. Yes. It's, it was the cookie. She Genos did, can she fight did it all and for the cook. Cookie. She cookie. It. did it all for the cookie. She did it all for the cookie. She brought Caillou cookies. Ah! <laughs> Caillou cookies. That's a great title. Anywho. So terrible. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, he's just telling Genos that uh, his master is being just a real hard-ass motherfucker lately. And he kind of just hopes they have some insight. Mm-hmm. Like, so, tell me why my master's a dick. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? Is a dick. Not not tell me about my master's dick. Yeah, my, my master's a dick. Oh, got it. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. So, yeah. As you said, Gino, Saitama, Fubuki, and King mm-hmm. don't know anything. Mm-hmm. King doesn't care. He wants to go back to playing video games. Yeah, he pretty much says, like, one word, I'm pretty sure, in this whole episode. Uh, Gino, though, has a clue to spare. Yeah, he says, I think I know what might be going on. Yep. Uh, explains that Garu is Silverfang's former student, mm-hmm. and Silverfang is officially the one hunting him down. Pretty much. We get Gino's asking Saitama's opinion, and Saitama's just like, Silverfang's a cool name. Better than Kate Baldy. <laughs> yeah, he gets so sad. Like, it, he, you get this, like, pan shot of, like, him on a blank background with the name Silverfang written in kanji or whatever above yeah. him. And then, like, they show the words for Kate Baldy, and then they shatter, and he's all sad. He's going to go with Kaya Cookie. I'm probably. That'd be, that'd be a much better name. He also has no idea who this guy is he's talking to. No, he has no clue. He's like, he, he like whispers to Gino's like, hey, by the way, who is this guy in our living room? <laughs> and he's like, that's one sh- touch man. That's, that's what, that's Shin- Shinzaku or whatever his name is. Shiranko. Shiranko. That's Shiranko. Shiranko. We, we ran into him before. He's like, oh, we have? <laughs> I love how oblivious he is. He just never pays attention to anything. I, I feel for him that he's like half face blind. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really recognize people sometimes. It. We cut to. The aforementioned student walking home by himself now, mm-hmm. talking about Garu through a dark and desolate forest of no return. Oh, <laughs> nice callback. Um, and we know this isn't going to end well. No. But ironically, it's not him that's in the immediate danger. It's not. Nope, it's Moomin Rider. Oh, okay. So, oh, so in this <laughs> moment, I freaked out because last episode, he fought Tank Top Vegetarian. <laughs> the, the the superhero names are nonsensical. Yeah. They're they're completely ridiculous. But anywho, he fought him, and I'm like, oh my god, he killed this guy. Like, he legit killed a superhero. And I'm like, so Moomin Rider is... Okay, so this show has classes. Like, the superheroes have classes, like their power level. And C is the lowest class. So Moomin Rider is in that lowest class, but he's the top of it. 
because he's a top C. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) he, uh, (sighs) better than the double D's or whatever we said last time. Um, so depends on what the D stands for. Depends on what the D stands for. Uh, no. So he is a top of class C and he's got, he's just such a good guy. He's such a good guy. And he rides a bike and he just is all about justice, but he doesn't. He's not really good at what he does, like 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 he's, strength wise. I mean, compared to a regular person, he probably is. Yeah, but like he's gonna get murdered by this guy. Like, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I freaked out. You know, you kind of did. You were like, oh, he's alive. Oh no, my man. <laughs> I, I yep. was. I totally was. Oh, I, mar- yeah. I marked out so bad. Well, it's interesting you brought up tank top vegetarian. Yes, he didn't get killed. He didn't. We don't. We find out he does not die. He shows up with backup, the tank yes. top army. Yes. He apparently wasn't that badly beat up at all if he just showed up with the rest of them. Yeah, I guess not. He was missing quite a few teeth. I think he was, like, in a pool of his own blood at the end of the last episode. Yeah, they left him in an alley in a pool of his own blood. Yeah. We thought he was dead. Yeah. So, this scene, in particular, because, like, okay, last episode, it made Garu look really, really, really vicious and powerful, I feel like this episode pulled that back quite a bit. Like, he does fight and beat, like, a Class S hero, but, like, I don't know. He just doesn't seem as vicious as he did the episode before. Well, the episode before, he was fighting street thugs. Yeah. And, you know, criminals and... I mean, he fought some Class A heroes. He did. But he also said that that episode, like, he's not quite ready for, especially multiple Class S heroes. I think he gets better with every fight. He learns their techniques, he learns their moves... Yeah. He makes a mention of that with Tank Top Master Oh, later. he does, right? When he says something like, I figured out your, I figured out your tricks or whatever yep. he says about And that. then that's also the, the Almanac comes up later. That's why he knows what to do against the three that do challenge Oh, yeah. That's so, why he steals it from that kid or whatever. Yep. He didn't steal it. He wanted to. The kid was like, no. <laughs> and so he's like, fine. I was waiting for him to like smack the little kid down. I know. I was waiting for that, that too. We'll get to that scene in a minute. Well, the... That theory holds water because the second fight with Tank Top Vegetarian, he just sticks him in the face and drops him. Oh, yeah. One, one Immediately. Strike. No trouble with Vegetarian. It, it is Lent right now. He's more yep. protein. Yeah, he's more protein. But he is now confronted by the S-Class Rank 16 Tank Top Master. Now, we've seen Tank Captain Top Master Arms. briefly. I don't think we've seen him fight before. No, he was at that meeting. Yes. You say Captain Muscly Arms? <laughs> he does have muscly arms. He does. Garu is just excited about this. Um, he's just ready to fight an yeah. S-Class hero. He's like, I think I'm ready. He's like, I think I pulled a big one, I yeah. think is what he said. Yeah. Uh, Captain <laughs> Muscly Arms. <laughs> <Yep>. again. <laughs> Giggity. Uh, so we get the whole tank top peanut section cheering on uh, while tank top master fights Garu for a while. He does pretty well. He does for a while until he hits him with his finishing move, the tank top tackle. Tornado's out of and lands on his feet. Everybody's like, oh. Uh, In fact, Tank Top Black Hole tells Tank Top Tiger, we better get ready to run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bad when all the the superheroes are like, so when are we leaving? (laughs) This is a bad idea. Uh, We have a quick cut back to uh, Bong's dojo where Mm -hmm. his older brother, Bomb, shows up. Yes, uh, this is the first time we've seen Bomb. Yes. Is he a class S hero too? I don't think he's ranked at all. Okay. Um, Maybe is he too old? No, I just don't think he's ever gone through the system. Are you going to be ageist like that? I don't know. He's I, mean, a, I thought maybe he's retired. No, he's a martial arts master with a dojo. Oh, okay. Um, but, I mean, if he didn't take the Hero Association exam. That's true. Like, Saitama wasn't for a little while. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. 
Uh, and we cut back to the fight raging on, and uh, Gary was actually bloodied. Yeah, they've actually uh, they've lowered him to half of his hit points. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tank Top Master uh, sets out to kill Garo, and Moomin Rider throws himself in the way of the punch. He just berates him that an S-Class hero should not be killing a human. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. In fact, uh, when all the Tank Tops start yelling at him, Tank Top Master goes, no, no, he's right. So, tells Garu, you better promise to be good and not do this anymore. And he's, okay, I'll walk away. Of course, he's full of shit. Oh, yeah. And this was, like, the scene where I'm like, no, don't trust him. Like, it's the part where you, like, yell at the movie. You're like, no, don't make that choice. But he didn't, because as soon as Garu turned around, Tank Top Master's fist was in his face. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, he used the uh, fist of flowing water crushing rock technique. Which is apparently something he picked up from Bang? Well, he trained in Bang's dojo. Yeah. He was his... Most prominent student, so... He says something like... He uses that to deflect the punch and yeah. drop Tank Top Master. And he says something like, I don't want to have to ever use this move or whatever, or like... Is yeah, it, it reminds... Uh, style, yeah, yeah, it reminds me yeah. of the old geezer. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's yeah, it's a constant reminder. But he's Because he thinks he's better. Absolutely. And he does cripple uh, Tank Top Master, and he's going to set into the Tank Top army and kill all of them. And again, Moomin Rider throws himself in the way. Okay, this is so sad. Yeah, he gets curb puppeted. Oh, yeah. curb puppeted? <laughs> is that like Kermit? Like... It's like a curb stomp, but like he grabbed, he stuck his hand, face, stuck his hand in his face and just slapped his head on the ground in, in bloody pool. Oh. It was bad. It was... Moomin history X, Jesus. Yeah. And now it's on for real. And he jumps into the tank tops and starts, all we get is sprays of blood. Oh, yeah, as the it, camera oh rises God, it's just, uh, this whole fight is bloody as heck. Yep. So we get for wearing tank tops. Yeah. And then Shiranko decides to jump in and try to use the same style on Garo. Yeah, he doesn't even finish the the phrase. So later, Bomb and Bang are surveying the carnage. Oh, yeah, they just walk up, they're like, oh, this is bad. Yep. <laughs> Look at all those tank there, tops. <laughs> there's tank tops and a bicycle. Sure and a he might have, like... Hey, grab me that one over there. I like that. I like that color. You get the stain out. <laughs> and they find Shiraco with his face all beat the beat in. Oh yeah, big time. We get some jackass, probably C level heroes. The three of them decide they're going to find him and take him out. Mm-hmm. And they find him. Yeah, runny it's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's runny nose man. There's a guy who looks like he's he's in a, he's in like a. Leather suit, but he's got like a tire tread down. Yeah, the like, like he's been body. run over, like like roadkill. Roadkill like, man. We're gonna call him uh, Rhino Virus, Roadkill, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't even remember what the other guy looked like. He had like a weird napkin over his face and like a oh yeah, like, like a, a funnel mask. Yeah, like a funnel mask and like like a oh, like a yeah, doll head. That's right. Like up on his forehead. I recognize that now. It's, I have no idea what that was supposed I have to be. Fucking no clue. Napkin face. Yes. Is what his name is. So what happens next, Bill? You know what happens next? I don't. That's why I'm asking. Break hard. Ah! Ooh, that smells. <laughs> Welcome to the break card. It's Andy, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Tuning Japanese. And unfortunately, we haven't had a new release in quite some time. I want to apologize for that. Work got crazy, and then all of a sudden work stopped, like it might have for some of you out there. We're in kind of a strange territory right now. This episode was actually recorded about three weeks ago, but I just haven't had the time to sit down and do any editing on it until about now, when, uh, you know, as the life of a teacher in these kind of strange times with 
the global health problem that we're facing. Um, I've been given an extra week off from work, and I may have to start teaching from home in about a week or so. So it's uh, very uncertain times. I really hope that all of you are doing well. I hope that you're all feeling well. I hope that your family and friends are feeling well. I hope that you are handling social distancing well. And I do want to pop in and say that, you know, there was a part in this episode early on uh, where we were talking about the COVID-19 outbreak and it was three week ago us. So three week ago us is very different from where we are right now. Today's date I'm doing this is the 19th. world that we live in is a little more uncertain. So I hope that everyone is well. I uh, hope that we get through this just perfectly fine and we can move on and kind of get back to just kind of living life. It's We're not meant to kind of be isolated like this as human beings or social creatures. So I hope that maybe our podcast is a way for you to get a little bit of social interaction, even if it's not direct back and forth. Uh, you can always email us at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Reach out to us on our social media, at tuningjapanese on Twitter, facebook.com slash tuningjapanese. Uh, we would love to chat with you. Uh, just say hey, and uh, we hope that this episode brings you some element of joy in what has been a kind of down moment, I think, for a lot of people. If you're sitting at home and you can't spend money on anything and you're looking for money to spend, head over to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese and help support our show. All the money goes directly back into all the fees that go into supporting the show, including just recently, a little while back, we got rid of the ads on our webpage. They were kind of plaguing us all over the place, but now you can get an ad-free experience over at tuningjapanese.com. And obviously we have other things like hosting and uh, buying equipment and all kinds of other things we'd like to pay for. So if you want to help us in a monetary way, once again, it's patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you get all kinds of great bonus content uh, for doing so. I'm going to leave it there. I just want to reiterate, I hope everyone out there is doing wonderful, and we hope that you're enjoying our reviews of One Punch Man. We'll try to get another one out as soon as we can. I'm right now getting over the flu myself, and obviously we're not necessarily always together and, and have as many opportunities to get into the studio, things being what they are, but uh, definitely check back. We'll try to get you some more content. Thank you so much, folks. We're back from the break card, and uh, oh. <laughs> that didn't fully work. Uh, hey, Bill, what happens next? False. I don't. I don't think so. No bananas. I think is what you mean. Lots and lots of bananas. Yes, we cut to a hospital where Zatama has come to visit Moomin Rider. Oh, I love the fact. Okay, I love the fact that, that he's visited. Yes, that Caillou is visiting Moomin Rider because he doesn't recognize people. Nor does he seem to care about them, but he goes to see Moomin Rider. Yes. And I love that. He brought bananas. <laughs> but not for Moomin Rider. He just... it's, it's such a great scene. He shared. Eventually. He, he ultimately does. But it's so great in this scene. Like, he's just, like, walking and, like, Moomin Rider's like, oh, a gift. And, like, kind of, like, 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 can expecting. I put these bananas here? Yeah, sure. And he just sets the bananas down and he goes, oh, those aren't for me. He just starts eating them. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, but he does give him one after yeah. he tells him he's lucky to be alive. He, like, balances it on his tummy. <laughs> he gave him at least two, because he put the one on his foot. Uh, that was the uh, other dude. That's later. No, he yeah. does that later. Oh, is it? oh same guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, Moomin Rider uh, tells him he was, that what well, they fought was not a monster, but a human. Different from 
the Deep Sea King. Yes. And that's when Tank Top Master pulls Buds the curtain. Yeah, pulls the curtain away. <laughs> He's and, next door. And to explain what's going on. Saitama has no idea who this is. And Saitama goes like, this guy's butting into our conversation. <laughs> Why? Here's a banana. Here's a banana. Here's a banana, stranger. So Moomin Rider loans Saitama a clue for once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Saitama gives Tank Top Master a, a banana. <laughs> Fucking bananas. And this is when Saitama first learns the concept of martial arts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what the fuck is up with this? Like, how does... How does anyone live a life where they don't know what martial arts are? I mean, Saitama. But, like, he watches TV. Yeah, how have you never seen that show where Marshall does the artwork? <laughs> like, Lily's Marshall? Yeah, she, she taught him. Well, okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's a de-stress, mm-hmm. decompression thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just kind of got into it. Marshall, Stop Texas artist. Yeah. There you go. Bill, you ever tried The Naked Man? No, I haven't. Okay. I feel like you'd be the type that would give it a shot just for the hell of it. Don't ever come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? Is this is about anime. I'm so confused. I, mean, I have been very married, so I can totally like, count. Oh, we funny. had Bill, naked man that, with the tattoos. Like, yeah. Oh, anime. okay, yeah. yeah. Anime. Yep, at least anime. All right. Should we get back to it? Puri Puri Prisoner. Pu- oh, I was so sad that Puri Puri Prisoner wasn't in this episode. I would really want to get your take on Puri Puri Prisoner. Anywho. Sorry, I was just thinking about Pretty Pretty Prisoner. Pretty Pretty Princess? Kind of. Yeah, yeah Pretty Pretty Actually, Prisoner, Actually, yeah, yes. basically, yeah. Pretty girl. Very gay, very muscular. A monstrously huge, muscular, over-the-top, flamboyantly stereotyped gay prisoner superhero who goes to jail because he won't stop, he won't leave handsome heroes and villains alone. Yeah, it's, so prob- it's problematic. So Andy, before he got on probation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure he went after a couple of A-class heroes that were injured with a syringe full of jizz. Yeah, that was a weird episode. I'm not sure what happened there. So that's Andy before the probation. (laughs) (laughs) He called them the angel shots. Yeah. He also powers up by getting naked. He does a Sailor Moon transformation. Yeah, but he just gets naked. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he even kind of has that same haircut, really. Oh, he's my hair out of this. I mean, he kind of does have the same haircut. Oh my god! That's what makes you self-conscious. No, uh, I want purry purry hair. (laughs) Pretty hair. Pretty hair. We'll give you some tracks, put in. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. We'll do it this weekend. Okay, we'll see what we can get to. So, hi, tracks. No, not those kind of tracks. <laughs> we take you to a whole different shop for that. How <laughs> oh. long are you taking me? Yeah, <laughs> we cut to a young boy sitting in a park bench looking through a hero almanac. Yeah, just a random kid. Like, this isn't even Child Emperor or whatever. This no, is just, this is a random kid. Just a random ass kid. And right. then Garu shows up. Yes. Oh, Garu does show up. And he, um, he's like, Creepily sitting on the park bench next to this kid. Like, like, oh, you got that book about heroes, huh? (laughs) Oh, that seems so wrong. You know, you're making that, and they they talk about, like, the monsters in the book, too. And he thinks, like, he likes the monsters better, and they're better, they're scarier. And actually, you know, we're making jokes about it. But really, this is kind of a cute scene. Kind of a sweet scene. It it honestly is. I I will grant you that. Because, like, he has no ill will towards this kid at all. No. In fact, even he's like, hey, can I borrow your book for like a week? And the kid's like, I don't want to. And he whines back at him. <laughs> yeah, I He's like, come on, man. 
I thought he was going to jack it. <laughs> yeah, just, just like, like tip him over and like walk away. Yeah, but he yeah. doesn't. But he does look through it a little bit and he learns what bar Golden Ball likes to go to and what time. Because mm-hmm. apparently, when you're marketing superhero books for kids, you want to put as much information in there as you can. Well, it's like not necessarily for kids. Drink is. It's just an almanac. I guess. But yeah, it talks about what their finishing moves are, like what their records are, mm-hmm. what their schedule is. Apparently, I guess it says like, "Hey, he likes to go to happy hour at this bar." Weapons. There's yeah, too weapons. much information out there into public knowledge, but I guess. But nobody's ever thought to use wep. Like they just fight monsters usually. Yeah. And monsters don't read books. Because they don't that's, have English teachers. Right. That's true, and that's a shame. I feel like we need to get more English teachers for monsters. So really... Monster literacy programs? Yeah, monster literacy programs. Yes. We need to put the funding into that. So really know. the moral story here is knowledge is power. Yes. Listeners, go start monster literacy programs in your area. Knowing, yeah. knowing is half the battle. It's, it's very true. If you need connection to resources, email Andy. I've got all of them. Um, that's a uh, uh, monster resource. You have all the resources? I do. Resources! Uh, <laughs> resources, Excel! Resources! I don't know why I sounded like Marvin the Martian there, but that's fine, or whatever. Anyway. Okay, I'm tired. Let's finish this up so, Moving I, can, on. so I can go to sleep. We go back to uh, Tank Top Master, who talks about Garu's martial arts, mm-hmm. um, and that he is really built to defeat a hero. He's not a monster in, a hero, in the sense that he's just out there to, like, fight. Yeah. He's built to take on another human. Yeah. Saitama obviously uh, asks uh, Chironko if he knows anyone good at martial arts. <laughs> so good. Have a leg banana. <laughs> have, have a leg banana. There's an episode title. There's an episode title. Don't put that banana there. <laughs> obviously, Chironko goes, um, yeah. <laughs> Not pop, bang. Yeah, close but, enough. But Saitama's like, no, he's too old. Mm-hmm. And so Chironko's like, you gotta learn the basics, man. You gotta what? Fine, here, take this, and it's a entry ticket to a martial arts tournament that Shrago had entered. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm injured now, so I can't like go be part of it. But you could, I'm sure you could take this ticket and get in to at least watch, because that's how tickets work for competing in a martial arts tournament. Yes, get him in the door. At least get him in the door. I guess that's true. But you can see the gear turning inside Thomas' head. Yeah, because uh, he's like. <laughs> Talking to him about it, and he's like, "But it says here the top prize is three million yen." It just has, he just well, says three million. million, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I know it's a big tournament." He's like, "Yeah, but it says three million. It like pans in closer, and he's like, "Yeah, what about it?" And he's like, three million. <laughs> but we also learned you can't sub in for somebody else. Correct. Like that's Chiraco's ticket. Yes, it is for him. You can't just be like, "I'm going to do this," and then like have someone else do the fight for you. Why, why would rules stop Saitama? It wouldn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, I mean, we'll, Spoiler alert, it doesn't. Spoiler, it gets bonkers as shit at the end of the episode. But anywho. You just go shopping. I mean, <sighs> let the man enjoy something. <laughs> oh, God. It's let so... Caillou have his moment oh, shopping. it's so good, too. Well, it's not really enjoying shopping. He's That's a purpose. We cut the golden ball in his bar having a beer. Yes. And Garu shows up and asks ask nicely if I'll step outside with him. Yeah. I I do like that. It's kind of like, hey, you, let's uh, let's step outside. I mean, to be fair, he did ruin the alcohol first. No, he didn't. He asked first, "Will you please step outside?" All right. And when he won't, then he cuts the beer. The beer, the beer glass, like perfectly in half, but not half the way you'd think. Yeah, like down, like vertically down the middle. Yeah. This gets on Golden Ball's nerves. He's fine. You want to fight? Let's go. Yeah. And he goes stumbling out there. 
And truth be told, Golden Ball's not as drunk as he's acting. Right, because Gary's like, sheer a drunken fool, but... Gary turns around and has one of those uh, Golden Ball shots right in his face. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Takes one to the leg, too. Eventually he does when he uses his, um, what do you call it, Golden Breakout. Okay, I appreciate Golden Breakout. Right? Because the video game. Love it. Yep, and that was the reference. Great reference. Absolutely great reference. But even with that injured leg... Golden Ball alone is not enough to take out Garu. Nope. Unfortunately not. And that's when Spring Mustachio shows up. Yay! Aaron, it's Spring Mustachio. I love him. He's a fencing butler. He's a fencing butler. It's great. You mean he he was a fencing butler? Oh. Spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, he he uses his ultimate attack, Tomboy. Yes. uh, Which is like a flashing multicolored light that he stabs so hard. Shoots straight up in the air. And Garu catches it through his hand. Oh, God. Sword oh, blade so through brutal. his hand. Yeah, he takes the sword through hand the hand. over the basket. Yeah. And then just knocks him right the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. He has his, like, uh, signature, like, springy, twirly sword, like, like bits, too. That, in that, that was that was before he hits the tomboy. Like, mm-hmm. Garu's come down, and you see the sword is all sprung like a, like a up. Corkscrew, corkscrew or something. Yep. And then he yells Tomboy, and we cut away, and you see the big pillar of light shooting out mm-hmm. of the skyline. Yep. This is when he tells us that, hey, I know your weapons. I know your final attacks. I read them in a book. Reading's great, guys. Yep. And this I'm really just, is just a commercial for reading. Yep. And I'm getting more and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Ever, so take me out now if you can. Learning. Yeah. And then we cut over to some dirtbag hero association director. Yeah, this dude's weird. We've never seen him before, but it's just some, like... His face is weird. Yeah. Like, he, like, there's something, it was his nose, I think, it was like really big. I can't remember. There's something about his him. His chin like, was like really big. Or his big. chin. Yeah. And there's something about his facial expression that was like really exaggerated. And I couldn't remember what it was. I feel like his cheeks were too, because he wanted the two girls like each to kiss on one. Oh, right. yeah. 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 He was like running around with. But he was definitely more cartoony than your average character in this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had two, uh, two girls with him that he's been mm-hmm. buying yep. expensive gifts for on the Hero Association's dime. Yep. That was for peace. Okay. Right. He, even says for, so. he does, he does it. It's justifiable. <laughs> and he tries to name drop Ame Mastid Panty Drop. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, you know him, he's so famous. He's like, yeah, baby. And then Garrow goes, I'd like to meet him too. And he goes, what? And then Garrow hits him in the face. <laughs> Good Garrow, for him. I mean, I'll give that zone to Garrow. That's <laughs> yeah, perfectly fine. Good for him. Yeah. And then, Saitama, you hear him say, oh, I've been looking for you. <laughs> And we have our main villain, our main hero, face-to-face with each other. Mm -hmm. other. In a really weird scene. Garu doesn't know who he is. He goes, he's probably some low-level hero looking to make his name on me. Mm -hmm. And hits him with a karate chop right in the shoulder, Mm -hmm. driving Saitama feet into the ground, into the sidewalk. And Saitama goes, am I being mugged? (laughs) And just... He has no clue. And tries out that martial art thing he's heard about and just chops him once in the shoulder. Mm. Oh, and it's like the most epic thing. that He just crumples. <laughs> and he's down. We've never seen Garu anywhere near the close of that hurt. Yeah. And then he just steps over him so he can buy a Chirango, a Chiraco wig. <laughs> More on that in just a minute. End credits. End credits! Wow, then, we got through the episode pretty quick. So yes, our after credit scene is uh, Saitama trying on the wig. I like it. And Gino sticks his uh, his eye through the slit in the door and gets very, very concerned about Saitama's condition. Yeah, he goes, oh, no, I must call the Hero Association. No, no, he, call, the, he calls a doctor. He calls a doctor. Yeah. And he's like, I need some robot here for Saitama. Master's condition. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> which means that, which means that he has had this conversation about Saitama's baldness and how he might react and snap one day because of it with the doctor. They've already the prepared past. for this. They've already prepared m- robot hair. Yep. Fucking ridiculous. I mean, wouldn't you take a robot hair if you? Could? I mean, I would. I, I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my hair's I feel like Bill, you'd just take your hair period. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would. That's you'd take fair. the wig. <laughs> I would take the wig. Oh, I get hot. Can you get that wig? <laughs> no, I get hot. Oh, I don't care. I'm not wearing it would a wig. Look so good that that particular wig would look so good on you. <laughs> I oh used to wear God. the rock wig all the time. Yes, it's true. And that's her episode. That is. That's it. That's episode. Three of season two of One Punch Man, titled once again, "The Hunt Begins." The Hunt Begins, and this is the part of the episode where we talk about what we thought of this episode of One Punch Man. And Bill, it was your episode, so you're up first. I mean, I enjoyed this episode. I think uh, I think we're still in that slow build of Garu kind of taking the same path that Saitama did, but instead of monsters, he's taking out heroes. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to so early just be like. Oops, Saitama's here, and we get a real understanding of how powerful Saitama really right, is. Right. Or could be. Yeah, absolutely, the potential. He just half-heartedly tries a movie he's never done before, mm-hmm. and drops the guy who S-Class Hero had an epic fight with, and a whole army. Yep. Um, also, we are now building up for the martial art tournament arc of this. Your stereotypical anime uh, martial arts fighting tournament. Absolutely. Yep. So now we see that uh, it really builds up the tension that Garu's out here doing his thing, getting more powerful, Mm -hmm. learning. You know, he's gaining power in a different way than than Saitama did. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost directly. Like, we've talked about it. Saitama's almost strength through idiocy. Like, he doesn't know he can't just be the greatest hero, so he is. Yeah. Whereas Garu's learning every technique he can to become more and more powerful. Mm -hmm. And we're keeping Saitama out of the way because he's preoccupied with martial arts. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really well well written. My general thoughts, the episode was fun. I don't know. I'm a little still confused by, like, Garu's involvement throughout this one. Like, you know, times he was... And I get it. He's kind of learning. He's, he's growing powerful through learning. But, like, there's times where he feels like he's really strong. And other times he doesn't. And I know that's what the anime does. The anime has Saitama beat whatever. And then... If this guy sticks around, is he just going to like get better because he's learned about Saitama's fighting style? I just don't know. I'm not sure where it's going exactly. Um, I don't love Garu as a villain. I don't. I don't find him that enthralling. Um, but he's definitely. I think this episode did a better job of of like kind of building his character, right? Which was which is needed, I think. Overall, yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was an interesting episode. Um, there wasn't as much of some of the side characters, and the ones that did show up felt like they had like kind of smaller cameos, so I always like episodes with more of the side characters. I think the side characters oftentimes are more interesting. I think this was a Garu episode. Yeah. That's where you guys threw me off, because yeah, I'd never seen it before, and it was, hey, One Punch Man, here's this Garu dude kicking everybody's ass the whole way mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, up to the end, I thought he was One Punch Man, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just gets, like, tanked down, and I'm like... Did your show just, like, completely spin on its own self? Yeah. And, like, take out its own, like, mm-hmm. key person? Like, One Punch Man just went down? Yeah. I could see the confusion. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. We didn't maybe explain you, that. You kind of looked at me like, what the hell? Uh-huh. Because I was like, what just happened to your show? Like, entire series twist. Uh-huh. 
You're what like, no, twist. Caillou is one punch Caillou man. Caillou is one punch man. Absolutely. Um, so aside from that, what were your thoughts watching uh, this episode of One Punch, one punch Man, Aaron? Okay, I feel like just the classing here is already, like, interesting in, like, the confusingest way. Uh-huh. Like, you're going to have a whole people like, hey, we're this class because we wear tank tops. <laughs> like, if Tank Top Man goes and gets a bike, does he, like, shift? No, no. <laughs> like, the Tank Top Master's S-Class, which is the highest class. Yeah. But I assume the tank top, the other tank tops are all spread through A, B, and C class. Yeah, but they like, just... if I'm like tank top whatever letter, yeah, but like I'm tank top guy, like whoever, mm-hmm. but like moto guy is moto guy because he's got a bike. Like, what if tank top guy just like I, I want to get a bike instead of a tank top? Oh, so like, can he? Like, could he? Could he change his persona? Yeah, he... is that like part of like them as like the hero class? They've never. That's not part of the class. No, the class or... is just a power ranking. Okay. Well, yeah. like, not at me, I guess, maybe I'd, like, but the, get the wrong term here, but, the like... The faction. The, yeah, the hero faction. Yeah, the tank, like, the tank top uh, faction, uh-huh. tank top army all follows tank top master. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you could... We never really talk about it, but you could definitely be, like, vegetarian man, and then tank top master's like, hey, come train with me. Mm-hmm. And so you put on the tank top and become tank top vegetarian instead. Yeah. Well, why don't you just, like, stack up the faction, like, like, modality is what I would call it in my, like, my world. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you just learn, like, the tank top. What the hell do you guys call it? Style? style, style yeah. I mean, you And could, then, like, certainly. do the bike style and, like, <laughs> and then just become, like, the master that way. Just become, like, the uh... the one-touch man avatar. Like, you can do it all. <laughs> okay, got it. So, like, uh, learning a little bit from each thing and then, uh, oh, what's up? You could, certainly, I think. Yeah, I was trying to think of a really good, like, parallel. And I, I, I can't come Captain up with Planet. Like you... Our styles combined. Oh, God, okay, got it. Got it. I'm with or, you now. Well, I guess it would be almost like being part of a Power Ranger team. Yes. And then going off to become, like, also a mutant that fights with the turtles. And then, like, I guess there's only a reason you couldn't do it. But mm-hmm. I think there's also kind of a... We saw last episode, there's kind of a... Oh, you saw a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> yeah. There are kind of subgroups within the classes. Like, mm-hmm. the uh, the chick that was in the apartment with them in the green dress mm-hmm. she's the leader of b class and like the top x amount of people in b class all work for her yeah and so they're almost like a mafia family mm-hmm. and there's an s class hero atomic samurai who a class rank two through seven are all his disciples mm-hmm. so i mean could you go train under atomic samurai and swords and then go train with tank top master and get a tank top and you certainly could but I think whoever the, that master is would probably have a problem with you jumping around. So jumping, much. yeah, it'd be, yeah. It, it's almost like gang affiliation. Like, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Actually, for this, well, since I was like concerned or not concerned, but even just like confused about, like, is it like a gang affiliation or like is there something like higher to like the hero like ability? Mm-hmm. Like, no, oh, I, like I, you're I, all these people because you can fly. Like you're all these people because like. No, I think it's you a gang can, like, affiliation. Superpower, like mm-hmm. ride your bike. Yeah, like like if, like if you were in B class and you decided that you, you're done being a tank top, you take the tank top off, change your name to something appropriate, and join Fabuki's little yakuza. Yeah. I think tank top master would probably come kick the crap out of you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. So yeah, I think like I think gang affiliation is probably the best way. That's to put a good that. way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Right. But but power level does not necessarily equate to mm-hmm. power type or power level does not necessarily equate to. Placement, faction, yeah, yeah. So I feel like he should just create like an anti, like hero faction. 
Yeah, I wonder if that'll happen. That's what he's going to end up doing. Garu, you mean? Yeah, Garu. I never yeah. noticed his name. Yeah, I think they say it differently. In the, yeah, well, I, I tried to avoid it, but Bill's just going like, to come after yeah. me with that. Like, well, like, I played um, I played the uh, <laughs> clip last episode where they mentioned, they say his name randomly in, or he says his name, because I, I, I have, like, a place yeah. to get some of the, yeah. the English for the episode, and, like, they, they say it, like, Garo, I think is what they, they said. Or is that what they say? Like, okay. Yeah, but, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't well, like the English dub of the second and, season. And general. it's a word from a role-playing game we've played. So right. We've been, saying, so, yeah, it's, we've been reading it and saying it a certain way for so yeah, long. that Yeah. Other thoughts, anyone, on this episode? We good? No, I think we're good. Oh, sweet. Uh, so that will do it for this week. Thought. I don't think it really necessarily matters to the, the episode. but uh-huh. So I'm going to take it you're probably not a pro wrestling fan. No. Because I think there'd be less confusion if you were. Because I think there's some pro wrestling here. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were part of the New World Order or part of the Bullet Club or, like... Yeah. Like, there are factions in wrestling like this. Like, the Bullet Club. And so mm-hmm. some promising new wrestler shows up and they go, okay, well, you can... Yeah, we like you. Us. You can join us. And they give them the shirt and everybody wears the Bullet Club shirt and they're the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. And then when you leave, then... I don't know who the leader is anymore. Kenny Omega? <sighs> Maybe. But, yeah, if you turned your back on the Bullet Club and joined DX... <laughs> That's a weird. I I know. I'm trying to. Yeah, but then, then you get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, you so. yeah. Then the then the leader and his flunkies would beat the shit out of you or start a big faction war over mm-hmm. it. So yeah. yeah, and so that was my whole point. I wasn't sure if it was like, like, oh, you're this kind of hero right. because you have like this right. innate like right. talent. Yeah, no, because like, all be... the like tank top guys are all like big muscle guys. Like, okay, like are they all that are like strength based? And so, like, they wear tank tops to, like, show off the arms because they're strength-based. And, like, and they probably are yeah. all strength-based. But they're not exclusive. But they're not like, exclusive. Yeah. That's not the point of them. But, yeah, and that was just, I didn't know. Yeah. So, yeah, you could be a luchador as part of the NWO and part of the yeah. Bullet Club and part of DX. Or you could be a power wrestler and be part of any one of those factions. Mm-hmm. Or Yep. Well, before we go, I want to say thank you so much to Aaron for joining us on this episode. Thank you for being a part of this, even though you're not much of an anime person, nor did you really know what was going on. We kind of threw you in the middle of an episode. I tried. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was good. Fantastic. Bill, did you have a good time? Always. Okay, fantastic. Uh, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Don't call me mister! I'm not that old. In your 30s. Uh, for now uh, my name is Andy <laughs> and I'll be as cocky as I want to be I'm Bill and I'm just the guy here butting into the conversation and you are Aaron <laughs> and we will see you next time bye <laughs> better than Josh thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese for more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Seriously, be like these great patrons. Superfan Matt, Brian Nash, and 
Cameron Bayer. I can't believe you came all this way to see me. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Sure. Picked up some bananas on the way. Ah, oh, that sounds great. Oh, they're for you, then. I read about everything that happened in the Hero Association newsletter. Mm. It said that dozens of heroes were beaten by a single butt-kicking monster. Lucky you survived, huh? Here, have a banana. It was a human that did it. What? But he called himself a monster, and he was tough as hell. Scary strong for a human being. Was he stronger than that fish monster thing we faced before? Huh. While Deep Sea King was insanely tough, this guy was different somehow. Oh. His moves. Huh. They're sophisticated martial arts techniques. It seems Silverfang raised a true monster when he trained that freaking guy. Uh, who's this guy that butted into our conversation? What? That's Tank Top Master, the class S hero. Oh, right. He was in the newspaper. It said he took the worst beating of all. <laughs> At least say that I put up the best fight! Damn! I never imagined I'd lose to a punk like him. Those martial arts he used were brutal as hell. Martial arts? How about a banana? Huh? Uh, okay. So, this monster guy. Think maybe you could give me the deets? <laughs>